Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to the three time Utah Sports Broadcaster of the Year. This is the Bill Riley Show, presented by Les Schwab Tires on Utah's number one sports talk, ESPN 700. Halfway home here on this Tuesday, Bill Riley Show, ESPN 700. Great to be with you tonight, wherever you might be. Uh, Major League Baseball playoffs going on right now. I was asking the question earlier. I mean, just in this market, it's hard to get a read for how big baseball is this postseason because we don't have a team here. We don't have a history of a team here. But there's fans kind of sprinkled in and out. So I, I just have been asking that question today. And I, I've said this for a long time as much as I love Major League Baseball, it's become a much more regional sport than it ever was before. And I think in those regions where you have teams like in L.A. and Southern California, Northern California, uh, right now Texas or Baltimore, I think you're going to get good numbers. But in other places, it's not going to be quite the same as it once was. Scott Miller has been a baseball insider and covered the game for an awfully long time. Catch him on Sirius XM, MLB Radio. He's an author, too. Contributes often from the New York Times and other places and joins us to talk about that. Scott, when did baseball become much more regional than national, in your opinion? Yeah, you know, it, um, it's a good question. I mean, I've been covering since the early, late 80s, early 90s. And, uh, I mean, it, it seems like the 90s was still national, but... I think it turned, I mean, there was a time, obviously, it was America's pastime. Everybody agreed. And then the NFL kind of uh, became ruler of the world. And and then I think it was, you know, in the 90s with the Michael Jordan Bulls um, and just the way the culture was changing, the NBA seemed to zoom around baseball. And I think as that happened, that's when baseball become became more regional people began to pay you know more attention not just to the nfl but to the nba and uh as i say the culture is changing you know the whole uh you know the michael jordan shoes the nike boom and people began and 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 and, you know in the early 2000s with the advent of the internet and that I think led to a little bit of a shorter attention span. And now everybody's watching the NFL, the you know, NBA is all, you know, a fast game and it's got the cool shoes and the cool stars. And uh, I think that was about the time baseball was just kind of started to become regional bill. 
Yeah, I agree with that, and I think baseball, and you know this too, has been some of its own worst enemy because I think it's always been slow to react. It's been much more reactive than proactive with technology and features and things like that. And I think, you know, it was always like, well, this is the grand old game. This is how we're going to do it. Now they, they've stepped in, in in some ways, but I don't think that they've embraced some things maybe as quickly as they could have that would have helped them ingratiate themselves to maybe a younger audience. No, I, yeah, I think that's true. And, uh, you know, I think finally, to your point about being slow to react, I think some of the changes for this year, you know, banning the shift and, and the pitch clock where a pitcher has to deliver the pitch within 15 seconds, 20 if there's a runner on base, that's made for a quicker, more watchable game. Um, you know, I, I think analytics ground baseball down. And, you know, again, I mean, I know I don't want to sound like, you know, some grumpy old guy and with analytics because there's a time and a place for them. But just by nature of analytics, Theo Epstein admitted this when he left the Cubs and went to the commissioner's office to try to help fix the game. You know, analytics, it'd be every pitch suddenly became, uh, you know, baseball became like a chess match. It just slowed down. Every pitch became so, uh, you know, pitchers began to take 30, 40 seconds between pitches. And next thing you know, the ball's being uh, put into play once every five or six minutes. And, and you know, as with the advent of analytics in the early 2000s, that helped grind the game down too. And, and, and so to your point, baseball being slow to react, finally this year, I think some changes have helped to make the game more watchable. Uh, you know, because now it's you, sometimes you see the stolen base back in the game, you know, because of, analytics certain things disappeared from the game like stolen bases and um you know strikeouts became okay used to teach players to not strike out you know you also used to hear about productive outs you know hey runner on second you know just get the ball in play but um you don't hear about that as much anymore and the other thing is you know baseball's for a long time i think they, they've not been able to figure out how to market their stars and that's one thing the nba did beautifully with jordan and you know nike helped of course um and that's where i mentioned the shoe boom and things like that i mean michael jordan and magic johnson and larry bird you know they're in mcdonald's commercials they're household names uh michael jordan's in you know the bug whatever the bugs bunny stuff and and um you know with baseball i mean here we are all these years later i mean you know a few years ago when Mike Trout burst onto the scene and he was one of the greatest players we'd ever seen. And yet, you know, other than say a Shohei Otani, who's become an international star, uh, you can take a lot of guys. Like if you, if you walk Mike Trout or um, Austin Riley to pick out a star of last night's game, um, Ronald Acuna Jr. Probably if you walked any of those men down main street, not in their own cities, but say, Dallas, Detroit, Chicago, they go unnoticed. I mean, there'd be a few people that might say, hey, aren't you Mike Trout? But for the most part, you know, they're not going to get mobbed there. And these are some of the best players in our sport. Scott Miller's with us here on the program today. All right, let's let's talk about the playoffs now. The storyline for you as we sit here today is what? Is it the Diamondbacks? Is it the Dodgers? You know, maybe it's a different team, but what what's... What's the, the headline story of the playoffs as of right now, Scott? You know, I, I think I think the Diamondbacks 
taking out Milwaukee. I mean, they haven't lost yet. They're four wins in a row. And, and I think the storyline is a couple things. The Diamondbacks taking down Milwaukee in two games and then taking a 2-0 lead over the Dodgers. Um, I, I think the storyline almost was Philadelphia until Atlanta's uh, inspirational comeback last evening. And if anybody hasn't seen that, Austin Riley's go-ahead home run in the eighth, and then especially his uh, his – the Michael Harris catch in center field and then the throw in in Austin Riley cutting it off after it missed Ozzie Albies and firing the first to double off Bryce Harper to end the game. Um, that's as good of an ending to a playoff game as you'll ever see. And um, so the story, Atlanta saved maybe their whole season by evening the series at one-to-one. So I said the Diamondbacks are a story. Almost Philadelphia was a story because they were within a few outs of going up 2-0. And, um, you know, I think the other storyline, and this might be the overriding one, is, you know, there are going to be a lot of um, complaints and arguments and debate about baseball's new playoff format because, you know, you're looking, the Dodgers are a 100-win team, and in baseball's new playoff format, they're in danger now for a second year in a row going quietly after winning a hundred games and, and getting knocked out in the three of five division series and um, Baltimore best record in the American league uh, is down two Oh to Texas. The Orioles are in danger of going quietly as well. You know, Texas wins today. That's over. So, you know, I know there, there's a lot of debate about, should teams be reseeded after each round, that kind of thing. Um, because as exciting as some of this stuff is, you know, one of the, the, I mean, you know, one of the beauties of baseball is 162 game schedule and it's a test of endurance and stability and a test of time. And it, it, you know, you can make the argument that what are we even playing 162 games for if teams like, the Dodgers and Atlanta are going to win. They're going to be the best team over six months and win over a hundred games. And then they get eliminated in the span of about a four or five day playoff at the end of the season. You know, you, you wonder where the meaning is in 162 games. If, if, you know, if your belief is that, that a true champion should be determined uh, you know, not just by a hot streak at the end of the year, but who truly is the best team. Other people might say, well, we don't care who the best team is. It's fun to watch upsets and things like that. But I think aside from Arizona, that what I just described is probably as we stand here today, the big uh, one of the probably the biggest storyline. Despite the series being one, one, do you still feel like Atlanta's the best team left? You know, I do, but, um, you know, only by a slight margin. This Philadelphia team is really, really good. Um, so I still think that the, the rest of this series is a toss-up. Um, you know, the Phillies and Braves. I, I, I think Atlanta, you know, it's going to be a heavyweight fight, to use a cliche. And I think Atlanta, as I said, saved its season yesterday because – had they gone down 2-0, uh, I, I would have said that series is over because I think Philadelphia is too good to lose three in a row. 
so now that Atlanta evened it at one one, you know, I think I think Atlanta's the best team overall, but their pitching isn't overpowering. Um and Philly's got such a good lineup. I I think you know, that's going to be a, uh, that's a toss up uh, 50, 50, the rest of the way. Yeah. It's funny. I had Dale Murphy on with me a week, week and a half ago. And he said he was nervous about that series with Philly. He said, I love my Braves, but he says that, that, that series with Philly has me a little nervous. Well, I mean, we saw, you saw Zach Wheeler, no hit the Braves for five and a third innings last night. Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola are complete studs as starting pitchers. Um, Their bullpen is good. And their lineup can put up some runs. So, um, you know, they're uh, and the Phillies having gone all the way to the World Series last year, you know, they're hungry. But, you know, more than that, I think sometimes hunger can be overrated because, oh, yeah, the team did it because they're hungry. Well, a lot of teams are hungry to win. But 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 the Phillies run last year with most of these same players. Basically, what that did is it just gave them experience for the big moments like this. Um, you know, I don't think a lot of the Philly players are going to, uh, are going to stand down. You know, I mean, they're, they're not going to shy from the big moments. Scarier team up right now, two Oh, in a series. Is it, is it uh, Texas or is it Arizona? I think Texas because of their lineup, I, man, Texas, um, you know, and again, they, they're, I mean, they take him down, um, you know, they took down, um, I'm blanking, the first round. They're, they're ahead of Baltimore right now. But, oh, Tampa Bay. I mean, if they knock out Tampa Bay and now they take out Baltimore, I mean, Texas is, like, not just standing up to the two best teams in the American League this year, but they're, like, bludgeoning them. And... I think Texas is on a roll right now. I mean, it, it, I think Texas is really dangerous. Um, you know, what they've done, that's a really good Tampa Bay team. And obviously it's a really good Baltimore team. And I, I'm hugely impressed with Texas. And, you know, you see the value of a veteran manager, Bruce Bochy. Um, you know, Texas does not have – they've got leaks all over their bullpen. But Bochy is so good with a bullpen and – pulling the right lever at the right time. And, um, you know, so far so good for the Rangers. So I, you know, I don't know, as we sit here today, you know, I could see a Texas Philadelphia or Texas Atlanta world series. Those would both be very entertaining. I, I'm, I'm with you. I still like Atlanta an awful lot in that lineup and in, in that pedigree, but Philly's not. I'm with you. Philly's not going to go down without a fight. Um, what are you expecting with Houston and Minnesota today? Um, you know that that that's going to be a sneaky good series. You know, I love what the Twins are doing so far. I mean, that Pab- Pablo Lopez pitching game two in Houston. What a cool customer and everything. Yeah, he was just nails. Um, Houston is. Obviously, they've got the experience. You know, it's, it's kind of fun. You know, Carlos Correa leading the Twins after all he did for Houston. Um, you know, he made some enormous plays for them in Houston. Not not that it's a surprise, but, um, you know, they've got the right leader in Carlos Correa. And I, I think that'll go five games. Um, you know, Twins, you know, they, they've got it going right now, too. And, you know, they 
once they kind of got that 18 game losing streak out of their, you know, postseason losing streak, once they broke that, you know, who knows, uh, uh, you know, what they're, how high they can soar this year. Hey, Scott, thanks. It's always good to catch up. By the way, just for those out here that are, are looking for a future of baseball, have you heard any more whispers about expansion or anything coming up with Major League Baseball? No, I mean, just, you know, that's kind of, especially now, you, you, obviously everybody's playoffs, but, um, you know, I mean, it's there's background chatter about expansion. I, I think, you know, I don't know yet when. I think, I think that it looks like, Baseball finally has stadium situations worked out in Oakland and Tampa Bay with Oakland looking like, unless it falls through, which, you know, until the team moves, you're, you're, you're never a hundred percent certain, but you know, unless it falls through the Las Vegas deal for Oakland will take one problem off of uh, baseball's plate. And, you know, it looks like the finances are in place for the Tampa Bay stadium in, in, in uh, over in St. Petersburg. I know in the playoffs, their attendance was embarrassingly low. I mean, that a team that good certainly deserves a lot more support than what they got. But once those two stadiums are resolved, you know, I'm not saying expansion is going to happen, you know, next week, but I think those, that's a huge step t- toward baseball moving toward the in the expansion direction scott good catching up as always man be well enjoy the playoffs will do you too bill you too thank you scott today about an hour and 10 minutes away yep houston and minnesota coming up at 207 then baltimore and texas coming up tonight at six o'clock major league baseball playoffs going right now appreciate scott miller taking a few minutes out of his time today 